Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Team Wellness TO podcast. First of all, we want to say we are so grateful for everyone who has tuned in so far. It has been such an amazing ride already, even though we just launched this podcast back in August. So thank you. Thank you for listening. And just to let you know that this episode 18 is going to be our last guest episode for the year of 2019. So we will have a surprise episode for you coming before the holidays. So look out for that on our Instagram at Team Wellness TO so you can tune in for that. For this episode, we had the pleasure of sitting down with Dr. Shreya Batra. She is a naturopathic doctor and a new clinic owner. She has recently become co-clinic owner of Daru Wellness. She's now building her practice as an ND and managing a beautiful integrative health clinic with 10 other practitioners. Shreya's personal ND practice focuses on women's health, fertility, PCOS, cardiovascular disease, and diabetes insulin resistance. Daru Wellness is an integrative health clinic located in Toronto's West End on Queen West, right by Trinity Bellwoods Park. They are your one-stop shop for family integrative health. They have five NDs, including herself, a physiotherapist, acupuncturist, mental health counseling therapy, IV therapy, osteopathy, live blood analysis, and BIE. So they have everything you need. They often host events, talks, and classes in their space, as well as meditation, yoga, mindful fertility programs, and they are currently offering a sound bath group therapy session. They collectively have the vision to grow this beautiful clinic to reach everyone's health needs and to promote happiness and health in the community. Today's episode is also sponsored by Cali Love. And actually, you'll notice in today's episode, one of Dr. Shreya's favorite places to go eat is Cali Love. So we all share that in common and we hope you can make it out there to get yourself a healthy meal. There will be an event hosted by Team Wellness TO at Cali Love in the next couple of months. So look out again on our Instagram for that information and we can't wait to see you there. So let's jump right into episode 18, Building a Practice and a Business with Dr. Shreya Batra. Hey friends, welcome to the team. I'm Sarah, marketing professional, bar fitness instructor, and dancer. And I'm Kira, a professional in the wellness industry, dancer, and lover of all things fitness and well-being. We're your hosts of the Team Wellness TO podcast. Together, we've created this podcast to be your one-stop shop for all information about the entrepreneurs that work to build a healthier Toronto every day. Our goal is to form the largest team of healthy, happy, and thriving individuals in Toronto. We aim to provide the information you need to start or further your holistic wellness journey. Let's get this conversation started. All right. Hello, Shreya. We're so glad we finally got to sit down with you. How are you doing today? Great. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good on this snowy, snowy Slush, day. Slushy day. <laughs> yeah, it's getting cold out there. Yeah. Um, so we want to start from the beginning and learn what got you interested in becoming a naturopathic doctor. Yeah, of course. So I uh, got into naturopathic medicine um, only in my fourth year of my undergraduate degree. And I was always interested in medicine 
in particular and I always wanted to be you know involved with helping people and that's the typical answer people give you like I want to be in medicine because I want to help people Uh, but my approach or my um, I guess outlook was a little bit different I wanted to help prevent disease um, and I didn't know how to do that uh, really so in my fourth year of my undergraduate degree I took a course called integrated medicine Mm. and I was taking it because I've heard great reviews of it and I thought you know it's my fourth year I don't want anything like heavy so I took it and there were basically a bunch of holistic practitioners so we had like a bunch of naturopathic doctors come in a few acupuncturists and I was just like this is a whole new world that I didn't know about so I looked into it shadowed a few NDs in the area and went ahead and applied to the program and uh, four years later here I am (laughs) awesome that's that's really really cool um, and it's great that you found something that you're passionate about and found your path. Yeah, yeah especially in your fourth year. I know, yeah. I know. What were you studying? What was your undergrad? I was doing my undergrad at Life, Sci- like Life Sciences at U of T. Okay. okay. Yeah. So before that, were you considering like med school? Like, yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah, I was in the in the process of doing yeah. applications as well. Oh, wow. um, so I applied all over and uh, this is it's just something that really reached out to me and yeah. I was like, this is aligning with my values and it's wow. something that I really relate to. Um, growing up, I always fell with the principles of naturopathic medicine with my family and just the way, you know, we reach our health. Um, so I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. And yeah. it just you know, change directions for me a bit. Yeah, that's so good. You, like, found your calling. Yeah, totally. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So you are a recent graduate, and you've made some big steps since then. Um, So could you tell us more about your journey from school to now being a naturopathic doctor and co-owning Daru Wellness? Yeah, of course. Uh, So, yeah, it's uh, been a crazy year. Uh, 2019's brought a lot to me. Um, So I did four years of uh, the program after my undergrad graduate degree at uh, the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine mm-hmm. and uh, just this year I became a co-owner of Drew Wellness and I had been working there uh, since during my uh, studies as well mm-hmm. and I uh, worked in more administrative uh, position and I worked my way up and I you know uh, worked alongside Dr. Shauna Drew uh, she's also a naturopathic doctor in Toronto and uh, I learned so much from her and it was just the clinic had the values that I wanted to see in a clinic and uh, I never wanted to leave so the opportunity came around and it was perfect so we collaborated and now we're co-owners of the clinic wow yeah yeah that's impressive (laughs) and now you're you're a naturopathic doctor but also an entrepreneur yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. business yeah it's been it's definitely been uh, quite the learning curve but I wouldn't want it any other way it's been good that's awesome that's a cool experience for sure um so for those who might not know can you maybe elaborate and explain um what Daru Wellness um clinic is all about and what services it provides yeah of course so we're just a uh integrative health clinic uh located in Toronto West End, so Queen West, right beside Trinity Bellwoods Park. And we are your one-stop shop, basically, for all your family health needs. Uh, so we have about five naturopathic doctors. We have an acupuncturist. We have physiotherapist and um, an osteopathic practitioner. Uh, we have live blood analysis, a BIE analysis. So we have a bunch of things going on. Um, but we, our vision is basically to make it uh, a collective one-stop shop for your family's health. Um, so it's it's been you know it's one of those things that people walk in and they're like oh well I can get all of my health needs in under one roof yeah, and it's yeah. it's exactly what 
you know, we want to provide. We want to make sure that the community is healthy um, and not have to like hop around from place to place looking yeah. for their practitioners. Totally. So, um, and then all of our practitioners in the clinic have their own focus. So we may have five naturopathic doctors, but we all have a different niche, I guess. Um, okay. So if people are looking for mental health support um, and people are looking for fertility and like me specifically, I do a lot of women's health, um, fertility, um, as well as my special interest falls under cardiovascular disease, diabetes, PCOS, metabolic oh. disease and all those things. Wow. <laughs> those are some big terms. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's really cool. Um, so for anyone interested in those, yeah. in those areas. Yeah, I haven't, um, we haven't chatted with a naturopath who focuses on like specifically like fertility mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool I, where I haven't heard of that personally yeah um, so I, cool. I feel like I haven't well I mean I think probably with our age we yeah. haven't paid much <laughs> much attention to yeah, that totally. but I was listening to another podcast recently about where um it's called the bird's papaya we've mentioned yeah. the podcast <laughs> on here before but um it's a some, good one someone on there was talking about their struggles like I think it was about a seven-year sort of struggle with the journey and all of that so um, anyways, it's very no, cool for that sure. you focus, focus on it. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like in our society, it's uh, one of those things that unfortunately, it's um, a growing problem, um, mm. whether it be, you know, just the stress and a lot of like couples, if not only women are choosing to, you know, put education a little bit further and then worry about, you know, having a family and having yeah. kids mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, trying to get pregnant later in your life is a little bit more challenging for females, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we have the tools to help you and and it is quite the journey and it's not an easy one. Mm. Um, so I actually did uh, a little bit of extra training in fertility during my internship year and my final year of the program and uh, was uh, given the opportunity to learn from a bunch of experts in the field. So it really like puts things into perspective and yeah. you know, people have a hard time and this is something yeah. I really want to help with. Wow. Yeah. Um, not to go off topic from our yeah. questions, but I feel like um, so obviously naturopathic medicine is a lot of, it's about being preventative and yep. like holistic and all of that. Absolutely. So with for, uh, fertility, is there things that you can do like in like a preventative measure? Like, can you, like, should you be starting things when you're young? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We could be doing things, you know, as we're growing up okay. um, in our teenage years, as well as, you know, being in our twenties and, yeah. you know, may not be thinking about it now, but yeah. there's a bunch of things we could be doing. Um, stress management being a huge one, but, you know, being mindful of the type of things that you're eating out of like plastics and mm-hmm. BPA and those type of things, uh, yeah. um, or eating, just eating healthy in general, like, you know, keeping our body inside healthier right. um, making sure that we're feeding it the right type of nutrients all the time um, just being mindful of like you know uh, weight management or even just the way that you exercise and stay healthy makes a huge impact um, and the little things you do now go a long way they it's yeah. not that you know you can do it in one month and be pregnant the next yeah. month and yeah. it's usually like you know a few months you need to start preparing your body um, and it. the earlier you do it the better it is Okay. Mm-hmm. Are cool. there certain types? This is so intriguing. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, oh, we can do a whole podcast on yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, are there certain types of exercises that you recommend for females? Honestly, it depends. It's all different person to person. Uh, it depends on what they're coming in with. Um, to be honest, you know, if someone has PCOS, uh, some women with PCOS are a little bit overweight. Um, others are not. And it 
Okay. Completely depends on the type of picture you're coming in with. Uh, so you can't, that's the beauty of individualized medicine. Yeah. Uh, and that's the beauty of what naturopathic doctors do. Um, we don't necessarily have like a one fix for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. So when I sit down with someone and they say like, you know, these are the goals that they have and this is what they're trying to reach. Um, I work together with their lifestyle, what they're coming in with. And it's not a matter of like saying like, this is the perfect exercise for you it's saying that what is your goal and how can I help you achieve that goal mm-hmm. with the like the most painless way possible mm-hmm. um, and it requires a lot of motivation it does motivation dedication mm-hmm. um, but that's what I'm here for it's more for you know just of reaching it in a straight manner but in the same way like having that motivation behind you mm-hmm. awesome. all right I think she pretty much answered the next question but if <laughs> yeah. there's anything else you'd like to add what your future patients can expect from your naturopathic treatment. Yeah, of course. So uh, naturopathic doctors go through a really in-depth intake with their patients. As I mentioned, it is an individualized approach. Mm -hmm. Uh, So our first appointment is about 75 minutes. It is lengthy, Um, but we go through a wide variety of things. So we go through um, things like, you know, diet, lifestyle, nutrition, but we also go into like family history and, you know, what did your mom experience? What did your dad experience? What did your grandmother experience? Um, and then we even go into things like, you know, exercise at the moment, stress levels, energy levels, mood, mm-hmm. uh, digestive health, your period. So we go through a lot of history. Yeah. So the 75 minutes at first, people are like, oh my gosh, I have to sit in front of a doctor for 75 mm-hmm. minutes. Um, but you know, 75 minutes later they're like I'm not done yet because you don't realize how much you have to say Uh, so the first appointment's pretty lengthy the second appointment a little bit less and then third appointment onwards but what what we're doing is giving you an individualized treatment plan. Mm-hmm. We're making sure that uh, we're giving you the right type of recommendations, whether it be dietary, lifestyle, uh, nutrition-based, um, supplementation where necessary. Um, I definitely make sure I do lab work before, you know, throwing a supplement at you and being like, mm-hmm. okay, you're deficient in this, take it. Yeah. Uh, so making sure that all of those parameters match up. Um, I'm sorry, does that answer your question? Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes, definitely. You got, basically, you do a whole bunch of things. A yeah. whole bunch of things. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I remember that I went to a naturopathic doctor about a year ago, and just, like, all the questions, I was like, wait, like, what does this have to do with I what I was coming in for? And then, obviously, it's to be, like, get the whole picture of something. Exactly. Like, we take all the puzzle pieces and put it together. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, at the like, my principle, at least, is um, I ask the patient at the end of the appointment, saying, okay, great, I've taken all this history from you, all this information, what are your goals? Like, you know, mm-hmm. I could I can tell you after looking at your history what my goals are for you, uh, but what are your goals for yourself? And, you know, what did you come in for? And we work from there onwards. I think it's important to acknowledge that, you know, I have my own goals, I have my own preferences, and uh, this is what I want to reach first, and that's when we go yeah. from there. And that'll help motivate people, too. Exactly. Because if you're just telling them to do something, they don't want to do they it. They don't want to do it. <laughs> they don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Um, So going back to the business side of things, um, what's it like to be a co-owner of a small business? Is it what you expected? 
Uh, it's better. Yeah, <laughs> it's better. That's uh, good to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a lot. It's uh, definitely a handful. It's like I'm working full time, even though I put aside only three days for clients and patients. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm seeing patients only on like Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturdays. But the rest of the week, I am quite involved with the clinic. I'm making sure like administrative sections like you know up to date. Um, I really like to have a presence in the clinic myself, just so you know if anyone needs help I'm I'm there I'm around mm-hmm. uh, but it's been it's been you know it, it's been a journey it's yeah. been a lot uh, I'm not I'm necessarily trained for running a business I mean yeah. I went to school for medicine so <laughs> yeah. this is very different uh, but it's fantastic it's it's a great it's a great thing to be doing yeah you can totally learn along the way I mean there's so many Absolutely. a lot of people think that you go to school and then you have to do exactly what your degree is yeah but like <laughs> We are both living proof that you don't have to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, that's great that you're that you're doing that. Yeah, of course. Doing that side by side. So that must be really hard. Like, is that hard to juggle both like dealing with your patients and then also having to be a co-owner? Like, what are the what are the struggles of of that? Uh, so at first it was quite the struggle. I felt like everything was just intertwined and I just had to be doing everything all the time. Um, but I found, I found my vibe. I found the way things work for me. Um, I had to make sure that I dedicated, you know, three days out of the week and said, okay, this is only for my patients and I have to separate that. So I did the Wednesday, Thursday and Saturdays and said, you know what, I'm not doing anything else except for uh, my personal branding, my patient research, uh, keeping up with the latest things that medicine has to offer. Uh, And those are my three days of nonstop just clinical work. The other days I dedicate to more of the clinic and business aspect of things. So that's when I do a lot more outreach and that's when I, you know, reach out to you guys yeah. <laughs> um, and do other things like that and making sure, you know, keeping that presence in the community. Do you ever find that say, um, and it's so good that you've dedicated those days. It yeah. seems like that's the most efficient way to work and, um, and all of that, but say something like urgent comes up in the business when you're supposed to be doing like your patient work. How does that, how do you deal with that? So, I mean, at the end of the day, it does come down to prioritizing. Yeah. And of course, if something comes up and I do find that, you know, and this needs to be acknowledged right away, yeah. um, I do it. I, you know, yeah. it's just life. Things come up and mm-hmm. especially in a business, you just have to, be comfortable with the fact that things are not going to go the way you want it to go. Yeah, pretty <laughs> uh, much never. Exa- yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, so totally. things things change, and they can take like a one eighty just in the couple, like in a couple of seconds. Totally. Um, and I think you have to be comfortable with that idea and say, you know, I have to be flexible and I have yeah. to be um, able to give up to the demands that it's offering. That being said. I make sure that, you know, if I am taking time out of my patient research or if I am taking time out of my day that I should be doing something else, I make sure I allocate it at some other point of my week and Mm -hmm. make sure I catch up on it. Got it. That's good. Yeah. I feel like it'd be easy to like fall behind on some things. I'm all about lists. I'm like, (laughs) I'm I'm the kind of person that'll have a list on my laptop, a list on my phone, a list on my journal. Like I have lists everywhere and that, I think that's what keeps me. Um, on top of everything. Yes. (laughs) Um, So what does a typical day look like for you? So a typical day, ooh, that's challenging. Uh, So again, it depends on, you know. Yeah, you could split it between like a typical business day and a typical client day. day. So, uh, well, my 
typical mornings are I absolutely love sleep. I think sleep is the best thing in the world. So <laughs> I'm not the kind of person to be waking up at like 6 or 7 a.m. It just doesn't work for me. And for some people it does. Yeah. You know, people wake up and um, they're morning uh, morning birds and I'm a night owl. So I uh, take my more time in the morning, have myself like a good uh, breakfast and a cup of coffee. Um, and that's basically all my mornings Uh, and then by the time I make it to the clinic uh, which is like the late morning um, either I'm doing admin work or either I'm doing clinic work or um, patient work so my admin work usually uh, involves things like you know making sure that uh, things are up to date with um, finances things are up to date with uh, clinic inventory so we do sell supplements at the clinic for patient convenience um, and then I make sure that you know outreach is happening so I dedicate a little bit of time uh, reaching out to like local businesses and uh, seeing how collaborations can happen and how mm-hmm. we can help the community in that way mm-hmm. uh, if I'm seeing patients I'll do the same thing um, I take my time going into work mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but once you don't I book any early morning appointments I do, I <laughs> yeah. do have morning available but I do find that the evening hours are more um, the ones that fill up more often anyway so it works out for me but of course like I have my schedule open if there is someone booking in for an early morning appointment then I will totally dedicate the time for that (laughs) Uh, but uh, yeah so the clinic days are usually uh, patients are staggered out mostly during the day Um, that gives me time to see a patient depending on the appointment it could be 75 minutes if it's a new patient 30 minutes if it's a returning Uh, and then in between I usually do my charting, um, make sure I am uh, keeping up with the notes and I am very social in the clinic. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm always chatting up people who are already in clinic and yeah. uh, talking to the practitioners and uh, just going about my way. So I do, I am the, I am the chatter yeah. <laughs> around the That's clinic. That's good. Yeah. No, it's nice to have that social aspect in your day. Yeah, for sure. Um, so moving on to wellness, mm-hmm. um, do you have any personal wellness practices that you follow? Hmm. Uh, a few. I think that it's very important to maintain some kind of social activity, some physical activity, um, and healthy dietary things. So those are three things that I tell everyone and I preach myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in terms of social, again, making sure that I have a life outside of my job, I think that keeps me sane. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, this is a demanding profession as a naturopathic doctor alone, but it's also uh, as an entrepreneur takes a lot. So I make sure that um, in a wellness aspect, I make sure I have a good support system around me and it helps me, you know, take the load off from my day and um, just vent about anything that what came up or uh, just it remain keeps my sanity, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, physical activity, I uh, recently have just gotten into yoga, which I absolutely love. Uh, I find that I relate a lot more to doing things like yoga than I do like running um, on the treadmill and it's just the person who I am Uh, so you got to find your own way of being uh, healthy and uh, I found my way as yoga instead of you know going to the gym so uh, so I definitely that's one of those things that I uh, make sure that I keep up with Uh, at least three to four times a week I am doing some kind of physical activity 
And then uh, dietary-wise, uh, I usually start off my day, um, of course, with a cup of coffee. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a side note, I feel like a lot of people are hesitant to see naturopathic doctors because they're like, oh, they're going to tell me to come off my coffee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they're going to tell me to stop my gluten. They're going to tell me to stop my dairy. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, if it's for if it's something that's going to benefit your health, it's probably going to be recommended. But yeah. that's not that's not you know, the only thing that we're going to say. Yeah. Um, so I am a big coffee drinker and I absolutely love my coffee, of course, to, uh, like, you know, as uh, in moderation. But I usually start off my mornings, um, you know, with a lemon water, um, helping my detoxification and digestion. Again, sleep is a big thing for me. I make sure I'm getting like you know, eight to nine hours of sleep every day. Otherwise, I'm cranky and not functioning well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so those are those are my uh, like you know wellness practices. Um, and again, it's different for everyone, but those, yeah. that's what works for me. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's so good that you found what works for you. I exactly. think sometimes that can take a long time. And like even with the yoga thing, I feel like you probably have um, like a go 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 sort of all day. You're like seeing all your patients and then like yeah. cl- the clinic work can be busy so I can see how yoga can maybe bring it bring you back in more yeah. grounding absolutely I think that makes a lot of sense yeah um so has it been a big adjustment um from when you were in school to becoming a business um owner and has that affected your well-being in any ways uh Okay, so the first part uh, to that question, um, how was the transition? Yeah. Uh, It's weird. I didn't think it would be that big of a transition. Like, oh, okay, you know, especially because the last year of my uh, education was an internship year, so I was practicing um, under the license of other naturopathic doctors, and I was working, per se. However, you don't realize... Uh, how much of a safety bubble you're in when you're a student and yeah. you don't realize, you know, the the life, how light, easy life is when you're yeah. a student. Um, and then you come out into the real world and you're like, wow, I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I have to do things and, you know, I have responsibilities mm-hmm. and I have to keep up with not only my own wellness, but also like other people's yeah. wellness. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the transition was a bit weird, not in a yeah. good or bad way. It was just, it was a change. It was mm-hmm. a huge change for me. Um, in terms of wellness I think I'm healthier now than I was as a student Mm. Um, as a student I don't think I took care of myself as much it was always the mindset of um, I need to study I need to make sure I'm keeping up with research I need to make sure I'm staying involved and it was never about like what type of foods I was eating or mm. what type of, and it was ironic because that's what all I that's learned. Your... Um, but it was, I think now I've uh, prioritized obviously my health along with other people's health. And I'm feeling that I'm definitely healthier, but it's also like, you know, stress levels are less. I don't have exams. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing assignments all the time. Uh, so stress levels are less, but again, I'm managing it, right? I'm going, doing yoga. I'm eating healthier. I'm spending time with the uh, people I love. Uh, whereas in school, it was always like put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's definitely affected my wellness for the better. better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I agree. I think we both maybe take care of at least, I don't yeah. know, I think I do take care of myself better than in school. Yeah. It's funny because in school, I thought I was taking care of myself, and I right. was actively trying to, like, buy healthy foods, yeah. but then once I had the time to, like, look at what I was eating, I was like, oh, these canned mandarins are filled with sugar. Like, what <laughs> right. am I doing? Exactly. Like, things like that. Exactly. That I never really yeah. thought about. Exactly. Um, yeah. And we, like, we always worked out. Like, we did. Yeah. We were very active, but, like, now it's more, like, 
oh, I have to do it this time this day because I have to work all day. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's more like you, you're more aware. Exactly. Or I feel like yeah. I was active in school, but then as soon as it was like exam time, I would put it like on the back burner because yeah. I'm like, well, this is it's obviously not most important. But looking back, it's like, if, like I could have no problem did like a 30-minute workout yeah. and then studied, and I probably would have studied more effectively. Oh, totally. But the mindset yeah. just shifts. It as does you. shift. It's so it does. Different. I mean, we can spend 30 minutes watching Netflix yeah. while we're studying, but totally. we can't just go on the treadmill. I know. So yeah. obviously, you know, different priorities, and we yeah. feel more fatigued. We feel tired, and we're like, oh, well, we don't want to go to the gym. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. But you don't realize the reason you're fatigued is because you haven't moved all day. I know. <laughs> Oh, if only we could go back again. Oh, well. We all made it, so we're good. Exactly. Yeah, we're good. Um, yeah, so this is a question we ask everyone. Yeah. What does wellness mean to you? Wellness to me uh, means happiness. It means that you are happy in your body, in your skin. Um, it doesn't mean necessarily the way you look, but it's necessarily the way you feel. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, putting yourself into harmony, whether it be, you know, from, again, the social perspective, the physical perspective, the mental perspective, um, and, like, the dietary perspective. Mm -hmm. I think wellness is so broad, and it varies for everyone, mm -hmm. um, but I think it's just a matter of being happy, being happy in your skin. Uh, loving your uh, heart, loving your gut, loving everything about you, and mm -hmm. that's what wellness means. That's such uh -huh. a naturopathic answer. <laughs> yeah, loving your gut and loving your gut. It's so good. Um, so we'd love to get to pick your brain for some advice. Yeah. Um, so do you have any advice to give to future entrepreneurs or future naturopathic doctors? Uh, sure. So uh, future naturopathic doctors... Um, you are going to become an entrepreneur, <laughs> whether you like it or not, uh, whether it be, you know, building your own practice or opening up a clinic or joining a clinic like I did and now co-owning it, uh, you're going to become an entrepreneur in your own way. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's important to realize that things may not go your way, like all the time, but if you put in the effort, it's definitely going to pay off. And uh, it's very rewarding how it ends up. And and uh, I wouldn't want to change it in any other way. Aww. It's so nice. Like, I could tell that you love what you do. Yeah. yeah. It's just so like nice crazy. to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice to see. Okay. So now we're going to do some fun questions. Okay. Um, so we do rapid fire questions. So are okay. you ready? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. But we'll give it a shot. <laughs> um, so what is your favorite – well, I feel like we know this. What's your favorite workout move? Oh, definitely. Oh, say. yoga no. move. Oh, I love the warrior. Yes, um, yeah. which warrior? <laughs> uh, the war warrior three is really hard. <laughs> yes, it is. But warrior two is great. <laughs> yes, warrior two, solid pose. Um, do you have any pets? Uh, I don't have a pet. No, I've uh, unfortunately killed many fish in my <gasps> oh, past. <no. laughs> I just had fish after that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, no pets. <laughs> Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? 100% dark chocolate. <laughs> Ooh. Love it. I'm a milk chocolate person and I feel like I should be dark. If your house was on fire, which two items would you take with you? Oh, um, my picture collection. I am a huge photographer for memories. I have printouts and like everything. So the first thing that goes, like my mind goes to is like yeah, my box full of memories. Yeah. Um, so I grab that and then uh, ideally my laptop. What's your favorite song right now? Ooh, I don't think I have one. I feel like I just listen to everything and anything. I, I don't have a favorite song. What's your favorite music genre? 
oh, I'm a top 40 person. Yeah, <laughs> the um, radio goes on, Spotify goes on, the yeah. top 40 are going on. I'm like, great, this is fantastic. Yes. Uh, super salad. Uh, I love salads from um, Cali Love or even uh, Cooper and Kim. Those are <laughs> those are my go-to places. Um, I'm going to the yoga studio uh, close to Spadina in Richmond, and they have a Cooper and Kim right beside it. Um, and I am there all the time. <laughs> oh, nice. yes. So these are the two my two go-to places for salads. Well, this episode is sponsored by Cali Love. So oh, fantastic! Yeah, I'm, sure I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and the best, this is kind of a, this is the last question. Sure. You can think about it if you want. Um, best piece of advice you've ever received? Best piece of advice I've ever received? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to my dad for this. Um, mm-hmm. The best piece of advice he's ever given me is just make a pro and con list for everything you do. If you're ever debating something, make a pro and con list. Um, it worked for me trying to pick an undergrad degree and where I wanted to go worked for me when I wanted to figure out what I wanted to do in my career. Do I go to naturopathic medical school? Do I go to conventional medical school? What do I do? It's always been, um, do a pro and con list and, you know, make up your mind for yourself and you'll see why you want to do what you want to do once you write all the pros and cons down. So nice. Yeah. My, I've been told that several times, but I feel like I'm so bad at writing them. I, I feel like they a, almost like if I do it, there's like the same equal. amount for each. <laughs> yeah, and like, oh. <laughs> the one the, if you have one extra on each side, that's the one your brain yeah. brain's going to. I feel like I'm always do I always do this where I'm like, well, this uh, specific pro like outweighs this con, <laughs> and then I started thinking like that I'm like the most indecisive person. <laughs> rate it, ever rate meet. it from one to five. Okay, and rate it. Rate okay. rate mm-hmm. each pro and con from and one to five, and then tally. Yeah, and then tally it up at the end. I have gone through the math. Of oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> the science behind pro and con lists. That makes sense. <laughs> and I feel like, do you believe that like you already know yes. what you want? Yeah, yeah, I do, and I feel like you. Uh, put it down on paper as the pro and con list. I think it you reflect it onto your yeah. pro and con without realizing it, but I totally believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you ever, do you feel like it's possible to like regret a decision or do you kind of just like go with it once you pick? You it's know funny I mean? you say that because I am one of those people that I will tell everyone I hate regrets. Like yeah. I, I will make a decision and I will make sure that I do it for myself and yeah. I, if I feel like I am regretting something, I will turn it right, right around and redo it because yeah. I hate regrets. And I don't think that anyone, I think life's too short to have yeah. regrets. I think yeah. we should all be, you know, g- going with the heart's flow and seeing yeah. where life takes us. And if you have a regret, turn around and redo it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. And I think like that would be the difference from making decisions with like your heart and and your gut, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. This, what was it that your gut has more something Is in it your mind? Connection? It's bacteria. Bacteria. Oh, okay. We have more uh, bacteria in our gut than uh, anywhere else in the world. Wow. I know. I don't know if that's a cool thing or. No, <laughs> I think it's. it's I think it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Sure. We were just talking really about cool. one time how like there's a reason it's called a gut feeling. Yes. Like, your gut is actually thinking. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Gut and yeah. mind are so connected, yeah. and that's often why you know people will um, they'll have like something going on with their gut, and they'll start feeling like mental emotional symptoms, and mm-hmm. it's because everything's so connected. The gut and mind are basically yeah. alike. Wow. <laughs> That's really cool. Like, isn't it the cool? The human body is just crazy. When <laughs> yeah. you start to think about it, you're like, 
wow. Like how, but very cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we also like to ask a would you rather. Okay. So would you rather go back to age five okay. with everything you know now or now know everything your future self will learn? Ooh. Uh, I would go back to age five. I don't want to know necessarily what the future holds. I like yeah. surprises. I yeah. like uh, going with the flow. I like uh, learning new things along the way. So if someone told me that this is what's going to happen in 20 years, I don't know if I'd enjoy that. Yeah, yeah um, <laughs> uh, I agree. It's, yeah. Like, it's a shorter time span. You just it, have to exactly. five to now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And yeah. also imagine how much easier life would be like growing up if you know if you your path. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You could be like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have fun. Like, I know. Yeah, this is, you'd yeah. stress out less. Yeah, or I guess you could change it if you wanted. That's so too. awesome. Didn't yeah. even think of it that way. Yeah, you totally yeah. reduce your stress levels by like a lot. A lot, yeah. a lot. That math test you were stressing about in grade 12, you wouldn't be stressing out yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not going to do anything with math anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so to wrap up, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to leave our audience with um, or anything you'd like to share before we close? Yeah, of course. So uh, I think uh, everyone should just, you know, put their wellness above everything else. Um, I think it's easier to prevent disease than it is to treat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a matter of just re- reaching the root cause of something, finding out what you know, your gut has in store for you and, you know, preventing the future um, from being the worst case scenario. Uh, so definitely take time out of your day and uh, really promote the wellness connection in your body, mm-hmm. whether again, it be the social or whether it be the physical or mental component of it, or again, the dietary, whatever works for you, but definitely take time out of your day and put your wellness before anything else um, because it goes a long way and uh, keeps not only you, but everyone around you happy um, and uh, keeps the world a better place. Yeah, I love that, like, that you, there's something, there's a quote that kind of encompasses that, like, if if you can't, if you don't see the sun, be the sun kind of absolutely. thing, like, be the center, absolutely. and then everything around you will we'll be, be happy, happy. exactly, yeah. absolutely, yeah. I 100% love agree. Yeah, that's such a nice way to put it. Um, and then finally, where can people find you online and... Yeah, you personally and also uh, Drew Wellness. Yeah, of course. So you can find uh, me, my hashtag or my handle on uh, Instagram and Facebook is Dr. Shreya Batra. Uh, you can also find me on the Drew Wellness page. So it's just D-A-R-O-U Wellness. Uh, so you can find me on both of those areas. You can find me at the clinic. You can reach out to me uh, via social media or just call into the clinic. I'd be happy to chat. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, probably the two best places to reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And we'll link that in the show notes. Though. Yeah. So everyone can find it. Um, And thank you so much for joining us. It was such a great conversation. Thank Um, you for having me. And people will definitely be inspired and and learn a lot from this. Thank you again. Thank you. And there you have it, another episode of the Team Wellness TO podcast. We really hope you enjoyed today's conversation with Dr. Shreya Batra. We know we did. She was such a light to talk to. She just radiates positivity. So if you ever want to connect with her, all of her socials are in the show notes. And if you want to go look up Daru Wellness, that's also in the show notes as well. And a big shout out to Kali Love. Thank you for sponsoring today's episode. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date and share with a friend. 
You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at TeamWellnessTO or check us out on our website at TeamWellnessTO.com. That's all for now. Go kick Wednesday's butt. Woo!